because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you. Always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Cinemania Live here on Tuesday. I am joined, as always, by my co-host for the Cinemania Live show. We have Hannah. Hannah, how are you? Hi, hello. I'm good. How are you doing? It is officially spooky season. It is officially spooky season. (laughs) I'm very excited. Um, I I fucking hate summer because I'm because I'm chubby and that shit. My and that shit that sweat that sweat is legit (laughs) for chubby people. It's not fun. Um, how was your weekend? What'd you do? Oh Um, man, I worked. It was one of my first days back at work. Yeah. How was that? What was different? You had a mask Um, on. Yeah. Please don't tell me. Please don't tell me you have a Ben Schwartz mask because I would. Oh no, I have I have like a cute like skull mask. Uh, (laughs) Oh okay. Um, it was it was good. Uh, a lot of like just like cleaning. (laughs) Okay, okay. Well, that's that's actually a good thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, not a lot of people came. Like we had like yeah less than 10 people come during like the hours that i was working mm-hmm. so i mean same happened when i saw tenant last night the theater was so it said sold out on the app but yikes if that's what sold out is for like limited capacity then woof because it was empty up in that bad boy yeah know? it was just me and like four teenage boys yeah it, it, it felt it felt so deserted at the movie theater but i was happy to be back but it wasn't like how i want it you know like people and families and concessions and popcorn and and hearing like amc speakers over the you know what i mean i wanted that yeah. but i mean i know like we can't get that right now you know um which which sucks but i mean it happens and whatnot but um yeah so it is officially september um i am very excited for all that we have planning as far as for us on the podcast and movies and whatnot i love this time of year for horror and stuff so i'm excited almost black widow time <laughs> almost black fingers crossed there's going to be a new trailer tomorrow for no time to die so it looks like that's keeping the november i new see trailer on the ninth right yeah so we have a lot to look forward to i do see um those movies actually getting released officially because tenant came out and i think tenant really did like we'll see how it does over the weekend but i think it did set the mark for those movies to finally just come out you know what i mean so i am getting getting excited now for november because we have when is wonder woman coming out was that november too uh no i thought wonder woman got pushed back to december oh, i think it did oh did it did it or was it? remember there was like the chatter of like wonder woman taking dune's place yeah. but then it could just yeah. kind of move towards it and dune didn't move i think yeah let me see give me a sec um no one woman's october 2nd oh so, I so it's that, like that. soon <laughs> yeah yeah that's out in a month yeah a yeah. month tomorrow exciting oh hello geez. but that um, runtime man that runtime is joe i saw that two hours that's and like aquaman runtime minutes aquaman was way too long so aquaman listen, felt long and i'm it like it did it did for these I didn't comic real- book movies i don't think yeah. that it needs to be like Endgame and Infinity War are different stories. Like, if Justice League came out and it was 2.30, I wouldn't complain. 
But like these like solo ones, I'm like, why is it so damn um, long? I, I I agree with you, and I'm always I'm always about character development and stuff like that. But hey, listen, I agree with you 100. percent The big team up movies, and I'm not talking about Guardians of the Galaxy and like Suicide Squad. The big uh, all your characters coming together movies. Mm-hmm. Those, those, no, it was a disaster. They tried to do Justice League for two hours when it came out in two thousand um, and a couple of years ago. Movies like that need this runtime: the two hour thirty, two hour forty, three hours maybe if it's like the finale, whatever. But no, I do not need to. I do not need Wonder Woman to be night to be two hours and thirty one minutes. Aquaman was like two hours and like twenty something minutes. Black Panther Especially was fine. Birds of Prey. It's like a team up movie, and that movie yeah. is one thirty, and all the characters yeah. are more than developed. So I completely agree. And then, like Black Panther was like two. I don't mind the longest you be is how much Black Panther was. Like Black, Black Panther, like, like Spider Man movies, like they yeah. usually run like two, two hours and fourteen, two two fifteen, two yeah. hours and ten. Completely agree. But no, this I agree with you. The solo movies do not to need twenty to, minutes can make a big yeah. difference. The 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 solo movies do not need to be that long so i I mean we'll see i don't even know like what do you have to do for it to be that that, long you know that's what i was just yeah like what do you have to do for you to be that long you know what i mean like for what i don't know because there's two villains i don't don't, but also Uh, like the first wonder woman had like three so like and black panther had two per se you had claw and you had um you had uh killmonger so like so, what the fuck? Why is yeah. Wonder Woman so long? Claw, Claw was like the first half of a Black Panther, Black Panther, and then uh, the second half was was um was Killmonger. And I even think with Black Panther two, they were going to do the same thing. It was like the first half being Namor, and then uh, Black Panther and Namor teaming up against whoever, you know. So I mean, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. All right, so. Uh, as far as what we got to get into today for today's live show, um, first of all, we missed Thursday show. Really sorry. I know black people look forward to the live shows, um, but I was not there Thursday. Um, and then, really, really, really t- tough weekend. We'll, we'll we'll get out. We'll get that out of the way right now. Um, but I am happy to be back talking with Hannah. Uh, we we did do our tenant review. Uh, it was myself, Hannah, uh, Larry, and Patrick Burrow. So if you want to go check that out, it is up officially on the uh, podcast page. All all platforms, is, it's available to go listen to and whatnot. But uh, I do want to start the episode by talking a little bit about um, the tragic, tragic event from over the weekend that struck us all. Uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away on Friday. His team revealed that uh, he was battling uh, he was battling uh, colon cancer, and uh, he was diagnosed in 2016. Absolutely nobody knew about it. So I remember on Sunday we were talking to Larry about box office. I said uh, he thought that I think like Feige had to know. But if if Ryan Coogler didn't know, I just don't think Feige did either. No, I think that he would have had to disclose that because there's like insurance and stuff like that, especially right. like filming like that's action true. scenes. True. So so maybe Feige did know, and that's it. But this sucks, man. Like I saw the news late Friday, right before bed. Like I'm not. I had turned off my PlayStation. I was getting ready to tap it out, and I right before bed 
I was like, dude, what in the fuck? I thought it was a joke. But sometimes Twitter does these things where like they'll do like uh, rest in peace. So like like the other day, like rest in peace Eminem for some weird reason. You know what I mean? So I thought it was one of those, but it was official. It was a statement from his page, like his whole team. Oh man, and I broke down right there because if you, as a black man in America, seeing Marvel slash Disney just put put it all out on the table for Black Panther made me so excited. I was so nervous about Black Panther when it was announced because I was like, they're not, it's just, I feel like it's going to be like Hancock and they're going to make it, they're going to like undermine it a little bit in the universe. They put so much promise behind the character and I mean, when I saw Civil War, they believed War, in I was it like, so much that they, yeah, like they did an awards campaign, which they don't do for their Marvel. Movies, I so. when I saw Civil War, I was like, dude, Feige, okay, you can tell he's been wanting to do this character for years, and they just wouldn't let him, you know. And they was like, they, he, he doesn't warrant. They thought he didn't warrant the old, uh, the old commissioner of Disney thought he didn't warrant a solo film. Uh, but I know Feige wanted he like everyone that like, gets on Feige about the whole Black Widow finally coming out. He wanted these characters to get movies back in like 2012, you know? Yeah. So when I saw the movie, the opening weekend, I'm thinking of audiences, schools that went, the Black Panther challenge, all of this stuff that happened that opening weekend. Actually, Larry and I just talked about it a few weeks ago on our top 10 biggest openings podcast. We were talking about just the hype around the movie that weekend. It was a great movie. The character was well, like shot right into the mainstream, like right after that movie. The movie came out. It was it was got Oscar nominations. It was nominated for Best Picture, all that the stuff. The first you know? comic book film to be nominated for Best Picture. Right, and I was just so excited for the movie and so happy that we were being represented in this way as a community. So his death is so fucking sad and tragic. Um, it's just so, it's, it's just such an emotional thing to deal with. And I absolutely, I, I, I was devastated. My mom was crying. I mean, I don't know. Do you have any, any, any words? Yeah. Um, it was, it was a big deal for me because this was like the first like celebrity death that I, like an actor that I felt like close to, I guess, because it's different when you see like older actors who are passing away and like your parents like they they were in a whole bunch of movies when they were younger right it's different when that happens because like you personally you unless you like watch those movies religiously with your parents or whatever but like at least in my case like I never like connected with those people but like with Chadwick Boseman like he was Black Panther you know um 42 get on up like movies that I absolutely love and absolutely adore his performances in so it's like an actor that I knew very well and this was like the first like big like celebrity death like that for me so it I cried all weekend and it was just it was a lot and like seeing like everyone's like posts on Twitter and stuff like that it was it was it was so sad but it was so beautiful to see like everyone on like film twitter just like twitter in general really uh come together and you know celebrate his life and celebrate him um yeah it it was a it was a sad weekend 
Yeah, it was really tough. I was so devastated. Um, my entire family, they all came over, not because of the death, but just to hang out. Um, they were, we were watching the the basketball games and they kept showing the trailer. I mean, the, uh, some commercials about it and stuff like that regarding like the tribute that they were doing, which is really cool by, for ABC. It makes sense. It's Disney's, you know, kind of one of Disney's networks. So it makes sense. They would do that. They did a commercial free, did a whole tribute. Tribute was beautiful. Like I can just imagine, I can't imagine the how hard this is on the cast because of like how big that movie became, how hard it is for all of his people who worked with him, for Ryan Coogler to say that he just didn't even know. Michael B. Jordan's uh, statement was really, really sad. It was just, it's really tough. I also want to say something too, because this is like where I get frustrated with people, Twitter, and just just people in general, because. I obviously know about 42, Get On Up, uh, Marshall, uh, 21 Bridges. I even like him. I love him in that, too. I I am someone who obviously movie buffs know those other movies. What made me so ups- One of the things that made me upset about this weekend was two things. People who are like, oh, my God, if all you know Black, uh, Chadwick Boseman for is Black Panther, uh, you need your whatever revoked or whatever. Like, fuck off. Because... If this was if this was movies, if this was people's if this was people's like like this is if this was their introduction to him, then what's wrong with that? You know what I mean? So like if that was like one thing that really made me annoyed, because like if that's what people knew him for, and if that's what they that's how they were introduced to him, and that's the main movie that they know him from or that they connect him with with the most, then I, I have no problem with that. That is so dumb. Another thing that made me upset was all the people who went directly like, oh, what's going to happen to Black Panther 2? What's going to happen with this and that in the MCU? Are they done? Are they this and that? People making videos and blah, 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 and Black Panther. I w- it was so crazy, the amount of people. It made me realize that us as a society right now, all we care about is the views, And it's so fucking sad that the first thing you think about is how can I capitalize on this? The same thing that happened with the Black Lives Matter movement. I had so many, I see so many people who are like, oh, I'm going to have black guests all week. I'm doing a black this and that for my channel. The only one I never had a problem with was Jared because Jared actually did a fucking charity for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everyone else that was like, oh, I'm going to have more of my black friends be on the channel for BLM. It's all capitalization with us as people. And it makes me so sick. You know what I mean? Looper, that channel on YouTube who has like seven videos talking about about Black Panther and Chadwick Boseman this, the life before. Like, what do you like? Just stop with this. It's so, so frustrating. The parents that are taking pictures of their kids crying. What the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just so crazy right now. In 2020, us as a society, all we are focused on is views and and projection. And it's so, so sad. Like, it's so sad that that's how his death to some people, what that's what the, his death means to some people. You know what I mean? And this will be the same thing if anybody else died uh, or, or and stuff like that. It's so crazy to me. Um, so that was my thing from, from that. But, yeah, I do want to talk about better stuff so 
we'll get into like your text messages and some other topics after the uh, first break for the show. Uh, back in a moment, everyone. So many lives. Alrighty, back on the show here, so many alive, joined once again by my co-host, um, Hannah. All right, so we're going to get into some text messages. I told, I put out a tweet earlier saying that if you saw Tenet, let us know what you thought, if you had any other other thoughts. Um, yeah, so how do you, how are you feeling after watching uh, Tenet yesterday, Hannah? What was it like going, uh, watching the, was that your first time? No, you you saw New Mutants, right? Yeah, I saw New Mutants. Okay, so what was it like yesterday uh, seeing, seeing Tenet and stuff? How do you feel? after you gotta rewatch it again soon yeah i'm hoping to go tomorrow morning uh okay. it felt nice to be back in the theater though um new mutants oh, I, was just, so I was alone in the theater so it didn't really feel like i was like <laughs> watching a movie uh and it was like right after work so like not that fun but like tenet um i got to go see it um with like a few other people in the movie theater um but yeah it was awesome going back to the movies uh and i love the movies so it was great Right, I had a I I had a great time. It was the it was my first time seeing Alex again, in like six months or whatever. Um, so that was fun. Him and I really really wanted to hug, but you know social distancing. Um, so going to the theater for the first time, thank God, Bloodshot is out of my memory as far as like, <laughs> the last movie I saw. It's it feels so good to say the last movie I saw was Tenet. Great, you know. But it was so great. Like AMC did really well. The only thing I would say about AMC is that I was, I was seeing everyone's like was posting yesterday about like their theater and whatnot in their seats. Everyone's excited, right? Really, really mm-hmm. pumped for everyone and myself. I did the same thing. But I noticed some theaters did the tarping off of seats, oh. and that was probably the only thing that I would want AMC to do because what's stopping someone from just sitting right next to me? Like there was people that, like there literally was like. The movie's like five minutes in, which is like crazy because how can you walk in five minutes in with that crazy sequence in the in the opening? Right. It's five minutes in, and these people had their lights on, or you know, and people turning their phone on to see the find their seats. And this person, it's like he's like standing next to me, saying, "Oh, my seats right here." I was in my seat, but his seat. I'm like, first of all, why did you pick these seats next to me? And he was like, <laughs> and I, "So he was getting ready to sit." I was like, "Dude, can you like move down?" Right. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I was like. Like what? You're so weird. Like what are you doing? Like, but um, I would I would say AMC's approach, um, after pan like pandemic wise guidelines, I really I really really appreciate it. They had the hand sanitizer stands everywhere. They had wipes for your seats if you wanted to wipe them down yourself. Um, they had plexiglass all over the place. They had no concessions, which was surprising. Oh but really? They, yeah, they had no concession. I think it was because of the theater that I went to. They probably just 
people probably just quit, honestly. Um, and they probably didn't have that much staff. That's that's the closest thing I can think of because concessions oh. was wiped out. It's not even like nothing was in the nothing was in the freezer. It was nothing. It was like wiped out, black. Um, they had security there, maybe sure people had their mask on. So I like I like what they did. It, it, it was still a little sad being like seeing like how like where we are now. But as far as like the experience, it was nice. I was very excited. IMAX is so great to to watch a movie, and especially one where it went, especially a movie that is filmed in IMAX, because when Endgame wasn't filmed in IMAX cameras, right? So that means that the the ratio it's going to be like, you know, the widescreen ratio, you, you know, aspect ratio, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a lot, you know, the two black bars. So in so in a regular theater, the two black bars aren't bad. Because it's a small screen. When you put that shit on IMAX, it's like, yo, I'm just watching this tiny, not tiny, but these massive two bars while watching this movie. Now, Infinity War was filmed on IMAX cameras, so the whole fucking screen was IMAX, which was amazing. And that's what the same thing that happened with Tenet. He filmed in IMAX cameras, so the whole screen was just like, just Tenet. Oh, my God. (laughs) So um, it was so fantastic. So, yeah, so I, uh, once again, I, our review is up. If you want to hear our in-depth thoughts on the movie, it's up there. But after thinking about it a little bit more, I think I enjoyed it more than when I came out of it last night. I was just so fucking confused last night when it was over. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I was like, There's movies that frustrate me, and it's, like, a bad, like, frustrating. Like, Under the Silver Lake frustrated me so mm-hmm. much, and I was, like, a bad frustrated. But, like, watching this, it was, like, a good frustrated I understand. I actually understand that completely because, like, I look right now. I still don't know. Have I still have no idea what happened? No idea. Just neither do I. <laughs> just, ba- just baffled. But I watched the trailer again. I'm going back to how cinematic it was. I'm going back to that score, and you can win me over with the with an amazing score, easy like Joker. The last like scene, like big but scene. You liked Joker. No, 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 but I'm saying like that that's one of the reasons why I liked it a lot was the score added to my enjoyment of the movie. Mm-hmm. So like a score can just take me a long way when it comes to a movie. So that score last night, fuck. Is that the same guy who did the Black Panther score, right? Yeah. So man, give him all the money. Like whoever, I don't know who, <laughs> but just give him all the money. Like I know, right? He's the like way shaping up to be like one Ludwig. of like the better composers working right now. This guy, I was so I was in such I was in such an awe of the Black Panther score, and I didn't realize it was done by a non-black composer. And I was like, listen, wait a minute. This is actually amazing because this guy <laughs> is from Sweden. And he's capturing well, him all and these. Ryan Coogler were like roommates in college. Oh, okay. So that's that's actually cool. So this guy is Swedish, and he's <laughs> making like African drum music. It was it's, so that last night. That's night's how you score, know Ryan Coogler trusts him. <laughs> oh my god! Last night when I was listening to that score and IMAX speakers just fucking up my one good ear. So this is amazing, you know. So so good. And I have also my qualms. His score is amazing. Oh yeah, like I I have my qualms with Tenant, but I do want to watch it again. And I am more. I think I might go up a star on Letterbox because I I have I'm at three right now. I think I'm gonna go to four because I just it's it is a level. I think Matt Negley said this a couple months ago that it will be the next movie to 
to like launch us off like 10 years in the future the way the dark knight did for superhero movies Mm -hmm. but i don't think that's the case just because the dark knight was what was much more received well by by everyone than uh than Tenet is so far. Like, Tenet is divisive as hell right now. I don't think that Christopher Nolan like went out to make like a universally praised Agreed. film with Tenet. I Agreed. think Christopher Nolan had to have known that this would be divisive. Agreed. It's and, the like, same discussed and analyzed and you know picked apart. I agree because this is it's the same uh, the same how I feel about the last the Last of Us Part Two video game. The creators knew that this would be a divisive story. But they still made like a phenomenal story, you know what I mean? That's what I think what's happened, what's happening with this movie. Uh, although I still have no idea what, what it's about and what happened, but it was great. Um, <laughs> I kind of love that though. I kind of love that this movie is like a question mark, and it's like you're it, like it demands repeat viewings, and uh, there's so much to discuss and so much to analyze around the film. I love that. I think that's so fun. My boss was like, how was it? Would I like it? It's like, absolutely not, Lewis. Absolutely <laughs> oh, yeah. not. This Very, guy, like, this... warning sign for the movie. Like, if you it... like accessible movies, do not go watch this. Yeah, do not. If you... Listen, this is like a... Like I said in the group chat, you outed us on Twitter, but this is sophisticated Michael Bay. It just <laughs> is. Because if you like Michael Bay, you are not going to like this movie, obviously, because... This movie is boom, boom, reverse, boom. Great dialogue, though, and all that type of stuff mixed in with it. But, like, it's sophisticated, well-crafted, no-camera-cut, boom, boom. You know what I mean? So yeah, the I action wa- sequences are so good. In the group chat, I wasn't trying to downgrade the movie to just being boom, boom, vroom, ba-doom, boom. But it's like, a, it's like going to... Michael Bay makes the like ten dollar plates in like restaurants. Some some sometimes some really good food, but this one was like I hate this analogy. <laughs> like picture a food fight in a in a messed up restaurant. Some good food though. Picture like a food, picture like a food fight in like some wine dining, all white like social club or something get, get what i'm no it's not working <laughs> I, I appreciate i appreciate that you tried <laughs> and that you uh, didn't give it up it's all right At least all right um, i know good listen i like tenant i'm thinking I'm, i think i like tenant last night i was like ah, i don't know um i like tenant though okay so the dune teaser listen i need you to watch that in like a the theater what's going on here i know right. i don't know why my theater didn't have it i i have a Wait. like super small theater though that i the one that i work at and the one that i go to most of the time so that's probably why it had you know like so it was like the same kind of like loud badooms as like you know the the tenant mm-hmm. but it was like i was like oh man like it's gonna be hans zimmer versus um ludwig for this for this oscar because i'm like i mean i have to see to dune obviously but the score of that 60 seconds was great i was like oh man the dune trailer like the teaser looks insane though like just that little like we literally got less than a minute of footage and that like little bit of the scene that we saw because i'm sure the scene's way longer of timothy chalamet and i forgot the character's name um Mm -hmm. and like the box thing oh my god i was like on the edge of my seat and i didn't even realize too because alex was like when this trailer started uh the trailer started and i was like what is this and then um 
I was like, this is Dune. I was like, the fucking way is this? Is this Dune? I thought it was the actual, I started losing my mind. I thought it was the actual trailer. But uh, then I was like, then it was like September 9th. I was like, fuck off, man. Show me that bad boy. <laughs> I love that they're making this like such like a big like, deal though. It's gonna bomb. They know. Oh, it's gonna bomb. But like, they know that like Dune is like, you know, we're all like clamoring Excited. for it. Right. Now it looks great so far. Speaking of fucking trailers, why on God's earth would you put the Black Widow trailer over the Batman trailer in front of a tenant, Warner Brothers? What happened here? I was so excited <laughs> when I was like, dude, I'm going to watch the Batman trailer in IMAX. I'm going to hear the fucking in IMAX. I'm going to hear the if you are in IMAX, oh I'm so God. excited. And then the AMC dumb shit like, oh, and now. I was like, fuck off, man. Where's that Batman trailer? This sucks. But they had a nerd to show the Wonder yeah. Woman trailer, though. It's fucking Cheetah in big screen looks horrific. I saw it in big screen it's now. Woof. I was like, Alex, and this is Alex's first time. He said, oh my God, like out loud. <laughs> <laughs> They took Taylor know, Swift man. from Cats. They took T Swift from Cats and said, "Here, man, fucking be in this Wonder Woman movie." Because golly, this, this ain't it. Um, all right, let's get into some questions, and then we got to go into break soon. Uh, let's get into our first question. If you want to text us, everyone, uh, text us at six one seven five zero six three four zero nine, and Hannah and I will answer them on any show. First question says, Dwayne and Hannah, do you think Nolan's next project should be a more grounded movie? Sure. Hmm. Hmm. Um, um. Listen, I'm all about blockbuster Nolan. Well, though. I don't think that Dun. I mean, Dunkirk obviously had like a huge yes. budget, but like I think that Dunkirk isn't like a huge spectacle, like something like Inception or An Interstellar, An Interstellar or Tenet. I think that Dunkirk was definitely more grounded than recently what he's been doing. Um, okay. I can agree with that, but I know Matt Neglia was like prestige and like he wants to go. He wants Nolan to go back to go back to those type. I of mean, stuff. I would love that, but yeah. let Nolan do what he wants. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about either either or because I like I like his block his. There's something about when he goes blockbuster that makes it feel like an event, you know. And it I don't is. really know. He's like one of like the directors that like you know right. everyone knows, not just you know outside of like the film community exactly. and stuff like that. Like you say, Christopher Nolan to like just about anybody, and they'll be like, oh yeah, like Dark Knight, you know. Yeah, I, I, I. He's one of those directors that when a movie of his like caliber comes out in the summer, especially to like with the, the blockbuster or whatever. Then you're like, okay, that's this is an event film now, like officially, you know what I mean? Like, the there's only a few when you're not the MCU. There's only a few directors that can do that. Like, I would put him in that category, and I would put like event movies, not like movies that people, not like like Tarantino, like event movies. I think, like, I think Steven Spielberg would be like Spielberg, along like the directors. I think Tarantino too. I, I'd go with Jordan Peele in a way because, like, his movies, when you see his name attached as director, a lot, like, people get excited. Like, I think I know one more did, movie. One more movie in. Yeah, I, I think people, they do, they're doing the whole produced by Jordan Peele too much. But yeah. that's because they know, like, okay, hey, look, Jordan Peele's name. Look at it. It's Please come see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think, like, Spielberg, Tarantino, and Nolan mm-hmm. are probably, yeah. like, the biggest like directors like you can say their name to anyone and they'll be like yeah yeah agreed 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 and i think i think you're right tarantino to an extent as well too because you know like when hey, i went to that once when upon I a time in hollywood that, made bonkers money 
Yeah, like when I went to that once upon a time in Hollywood early access thing, it was like the theater was crowded, mm-hmm. and they they put they even put it that night in the downtown theater, put it in two theaters because how crowded it was. So yeah, I think you're right. Um, all right, let's go on our last break for the show. Back in a moment, sitting in your life. I'm sorry about Hannah's music choice. It's not my, it's not my, not my it's choice. It's so good. <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> Have fun with it, I guess. Back in a moment, everyone. <laughs> Back in a moment, Cinema Life. the show here cinemania live my name is Dwayne. once again joined by my co-host hannah um all right let's get right into more questions here so we have another question here from skype Dwayne and hannah what's your favorite performance by chadwick um i'm gonna be very 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 predictable and say black panther and 42 42 is really good and um he has a lot of good performances but i would go with those two as like my stand like my black or my chadwick boseman kind of stance on like on like his acting career would be probably those two roles what about you i think mine is get on up oh really okay it's good good yeah i wanted to do a i wanted to do like a a a long rewatch of all his movies but um i just too soon like i haven't even watched black panther yet it's gonna be it's gonna be tough me and my Um, sister watched black panther yesterday yeah i know it's gonna be really 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 uh easy or tough for people to watch that movie again but i'm not there yet so um we'll see but uh yeah that'll be me that'll be for me black panther in 42 um honestly i would go as far as like performance this is like probably going to be like a really weird answer but civil war i thought he was really good in civil war oh yeah 100%. like i thought he was He's really amazing good amazing in civil war yeah Thought he was really good, especially that end, that end kind of monologue to uh to to, to so Zemo. Good. It's the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah I thought it was for really me good. at least. Um, mm-hmm. by the way, is it like a hot take? I was thinking about it when I because I rewatched Civil War with my sister yesterday too. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched Black Panther and then we watched Civil War. Uh, okay. The hell kind of uh, <laughs> the hell? Yes, y'all, y'all on some Tenet kind of timeline loop going backwards. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Right. I don't we watch re re rewatch Black Panther and then I was thinking about it and I was like I like the Soul War I like the Soul War suit so much better than the one in Black Panther and I was like let's rewatch Soul War. Uh, <laughs> but is it like kind of like a hot take to say that I prefer Robert Downey Jr.'s performance in Soul War uh, more than I uh in Endgame? Really? Yeah. Um rewatch Soul War. He's I I I I, I love Civil War is like top five, um for me just because I think they do more with I think they do they it, there's a lot of characters in Civil War more there's more in Infinity War but I think everyone's like they do a lot with the characters they are they have to do they have to work with in Civil War like they do a lot with them so like Black Panther has an arc. Like uh, Bucky has an arc, uh, Iron Man has an arc, uh, Cap has an arc. Like I love all of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I I don't know. There, I I think I enjoy Downey Jr.'s performance in the opening of Endgame a lot. So 
it's I like I like his performance a lot in the opening too. I think that's probably at no no no. I think that he's at his best in that movie when they is that the opening still when they land what? and they're in the compound. And he's like freaking out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First is that the opening minutes. still? Yeah. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. Um, but the end of Civil War, where he finds out that Bucky killed his parents. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. man. That's a good scene when he's like. It's gut-wrenching. Hey, his just, a, yeah. the expression on his face. I think I might agree with you. Cap that, you know, we were friends too. And just that ending too, where they're all fighting. And yeah. he's like yelling at Cap, that like, you know, he doesn't deserve the shield. It's not his. And. Oh, I think the Civil War stuff with the end with Cap, Cap and Iron Man, I think that's the most heartbreaking stuff in the MCU. It Not is. Even, I, think, I think it's more heartbreaking than Tony's death. I think it's more heartbreaking than anyone's death in the uh, in the other movies, like with, with, like Yondu. Like, I think that's the, because that is why I fucking love the universe so much, because that was earned. Like, you know how that part was so earned that's why i can't fuck with bvs because you can't just force me to believe that these two hate each other captain america and iron man they they started that they they started that storyline in the first avengers movie you know what i mean they started that they worked on that storyline for four years before we got to the civil war you know what i mean age of ultron whatever like even they even throw in some shots in each other's movies about about one another like in iron man 3 is a couple of shots about cap like you know what i mean like in winter soldier like they it was so earned that scene so you're fucking devastated when they're fighting finally you know what i mean and even um, like they uh they tease it in like other films too obviously but the way that they build up the like tension and conflict throughout the movie is just it's insane right and that and, climax and, and, just like you said it just feels so earned and they're fighting to like potentially kill each other by the end they're just oh, bloody man, that, and they're fighting and and that brief it, moment where cap takes the shield and like he lifts it up above tony's head and tony like covers his face with his hands but he just um gets the arc reactor so then yeah. it was shut down oh Shit. man civil war huh <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so like that. Yeah, so I I think I might agree with you because I think he's great. Even in the beginning, when he's being told by uh, Alfred Woodard about what they what they've done, like he's great oh, and all that. Oh yeah. Uh, shit, you're right. I think I gotta agree with you. So you're right. There you go. Um, okay, let's get into some other uh, questions. All right, Dwayne and Hannah. I saw Tenant last night, but was really bummed to see that it wasn't a full theater. How do you think it will do this weekend? Okay. Um, well, it's already doing good. So. Yeah, internationally, it's doing pretty good. My app last night, my app last night said sold out. I said, awesome. I'm excited. Dude, <laughs> like eight people in that theater. I said, dude, this is sold out in IMAX. Like, if you go to my Twitter page and you see like my, uh, my tweet about being back at the theater, you see like IMAX has like a kajillion of seats. So there's no way this is like, the whatever capacity. I was like, dude, this is this ain't sold out. What? Yeah. I don't know. Um, that like we can't like watch stuff with like big audiences, but for the time being, <sighs> yeah. For the time being, this is what we have to do, I guess. Um, but I mean, yeah. So I was like, I don't know. As far as this weekend, I talked about. I talked about this with Larry in the box office show. I think it's gonna do about. I'm hoping. 
pre-pandemic, it probably would have done like 60 million, 60, 60, 65, or maybe a little bit lower. Well, like didn't it 50. do 50, like international? Internationally, it did 50, but that, you got to combine like all like markets, like, you know, Japan, what other, yeah. like UK, that's like that, that, that potentially is not, it's not that great, but it's good for, for pandemic times. You know what I mean? But I'm, if, if, so if I have to go like with how it's going to do with pandemic guidelines and New York and LA not being open for theaters, then Larry and I went around the $20 million range. So we'll see. New Mutants, New Mutants at about $9 million over the weekend. So I think it's going to be New Mutants, obviously. I mean, it has to. Are you kidding me? So I think, yeah, I'm going to go around that. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say about that range, 20, 20 million. So you have any ideas as far as like how big it will be this weekend? No, sir. I don't do box office. We know this. I'm sorry. Tried. <laughs> I went I, on the I, box office show once and like the entire time I was like, um. <laughs> I hope. I hope it'll do good and i <laughs> I, mean, I don't i think it's probably doing like the best that it can right now that's what i'm saying yeah it's i mean we'll see how it we'll see how it does but hopefully i want it to do good because I, I like nolan's blockbusters a lot i like that he's he's doing different things besides just action and jump off a plane into another plane and jump off a car into another building i'm looking <laughs> at you i'm looking at you fast and furious disaster i'm so looking like- at you mission impossible Right, so I'm. I like. Hey, listen, those movies are good, but I like. I like Nolan's blockbusters. I like Mission um, Impossible. I like Mission Impossible, but I hate when people try and like make them out to be more than just like action movies. And I'm like, well, well, what are they? Like, they're like sure, like es- like espionage, like so like that, but like they're like nowhere near like James Bond, you know? Well, I, I think once again, I think they're sophisticated action movies. Is that better? I think they're action movies because because they you can't are really... but like also at the same time it's like it's nothing like even like John Wick movies I think I like better than Mission Impossible because like Mission Impossible like just like kind of goes like hey you know that shit that we did in the last movie we're just gonna do something ten times crazier and it's like it it gets boring. Well, I mean, I liked Fallout a lot. So. I like Fallout too, but like I like not to say that they don't have like great like fight choreography in those, but like it just seems like so much spectacle so it's like not like as like fun because like i like to see like good like like great like choreographed fights like that excites me more than like fucking tom cruise parachuting out of a plane well i i I can kind of i think i can i can agree with that because the tom the tom cruise stunts are getting old i would i would agree like dude stop trying to kill yourself what's going on here but um if you had if you Ask me right now, which movie would you rather see? Like right now in this moment, Fallout or Tenet? I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go say Tenet, just because like it's it's much more fresher. Although I do think the Mission Impossible movies they try to do something fresh each movie, but in the end they're about something a war before it happens. Somebody has some type of device. Let's get them. I mean, technically that's what Tenet kind of did, but just like let's make it let's make them all reverse and mm-hmm. stuff. But um, yeah. All right. Last question is from Daniel. Uh, relevant question. What's the very first movie you would show a newborn baby? Congrats, Daniel, by the way. Uh, <laughs> well, I wouldn't um, show a movie to a, new, a newborn? newborn baby. I, I'd show him Toy Story. That's a great movie to start off with. It's cute, I guess. Um, but if they're newborn, dude, what are you doing? They're not going to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite kids movie is Wreck-It Ralph. So 
Dude, I rewatched that over the weekend. I Damn saw it, that. Why is it so good? Why is it so good? Why I is it know. so? It's so. Why is it so it's good? one of like the best written like animated movies of all time. Why is it that so script is good? so tight? Why like, is it so, so good? good? Oh my god! Why? I'm trying to figure out why though. Is it so good? Because I'm just like, <laughs> like I, you know, I'll be watching these Disney movies, the ones that are about like you know, like whether it's Pixar or just like Disney animation. Like how how do you come up with this? good creative <laughs> stuff I know, like who right? sat down and said hey you know what the fuck we should do ralph from the game fix it Felix, <laughs> and we're gonna fucking make this world of other games like who the fuck thought of that it you makes me like, heartbreaking like who the fuck like who the fuck said you know what we're gonna do inside out emotions like, what like, <laughs> you know what we're gonna do make a movie about maybe make a movie about zoo animals and make it about classism and racism in, oh, in america Utopia is so good I mean, like who fuck Judy and Nick quit their jobs because they say ACAB and now they're private investigators. This is this is <laughs> just and um so that's what that was what I did Saturday instead of uh instead of watch like Black Panther. I just wanted to smile, kind of, you know. So I watched a bunch of Disney animated and I watched a bunch of Pixar movies. So Oh, I love that. And I, and I watch Scream Queens because I'm just a sick bastard sometimes. <laughs> that. Um, the scene in Wreck It Ralph where he's like falling and he gives like the bad guy speech, and also the scene where he has to wreck Vanellope's cart, I cry uh, every single time I watch uh, those scenes. The scene where he has to wreck her, um, wreck her car. Oh is man, it's so, so devastating. I love, I love the Disney animated movies because they're, I think they're more made for adults than children. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's uh, these themes should not be should not be in a children's movie but i'm glad they are you know what i'm saying like yeah they're like palatable zootopia, for like younger kids but i'm watching zootopia and i'm and i'm getting into like how people are afraid relating to like why people are afraid to the predators i'm like damn this is the fuck these are good zootopia man. is so good yeah i and then the other movie i watched was big hero six and then oh, i life. love big hero six yeah, big hero six is great a bug's life is great just some good movies, man. All right, guys. Uh, that is it, though. Um, that is it. It's all the time we have for today's Cinema Live show. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for listening. As always, Hannah and I will be back on Thursday. I promise we will this time. We will be back Thursday. <laughs> talk about whatever that's going on. Unless I fall off a cliff somewhere. Hopefully, we'll be back. And, <laughs> God, it's a very grim episode. Anyway, um, and I want you to let everyone know they could follow you. At Movies and Cats on Twitter. All right. You can follow me on Twitter as well, at Simonic94. Trash tweets all day. So we'll be due over here on this side. And <laughs> the page I literally follow- just tweeted while we were like recording at Rejected Jokes. Un- rejected rejected Jokes. Unmute me. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about while we were recording. <laughs> um, and you can follow the Cinemania World page on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Uh, schedule. It's looking like nothing tomorrow. Uh, we'll see how the news are, is like how how the news is for a world show, but I doubt it. And Thursday, Hannah and I will be back. Friday, we have Mulan, which I'm really excited about. Um, uh, Friday, we have The Boys is coming out this weekend, but we already have a review up, so you can check that out. The Boys season two. Wait, listen, Actually, you know how I was shitting on The Boys and like season two it? and how I wasn't going to watch it? You're going to watch it, aren't you? I saw a trailer when I was like seeing Tenet, and I was like, Oh, you saw the like, the, the, like, the, like, newbie trailer thing? 
Yeah. I can't wait for you to watch. I really wish you do because I really want to talk about Stormfront. Okay, because I I watched the trailer and I was like, this looks kind of good. <laughs> yeah, they, they had like a little they had like a little special on Nuvi with the trailer, and I was like, dude, that looks good. Um, yeah. I mean, I already watched it, but it looks, still looks great. Um, I want to watch it in HD, so I'm gonna rewatch it again. Because so you watched and, the full season. Yeah, they okay. sent me. They sent us all all eight episodes. Oh, it's, a, it's a really it's a pretty good season. Um, Amazon's Amazon screeners just aren't in HD. Oh, I so when I was watching it on the screen yesterday, I was like, dude, this looks great. Watch it. I'm going to rewatch it this weekend. <laughs> um, actually, I think the first three episodes are available now. Oh, really? Let me check. Give me a second. We're way over time, but whatever. It's life. <laughs> That's what it we is, do on the live show. <laughs> it is life around these parts. Um, and we missed Thursday's show, so I feel like we owe this extra time. Let me, <laughs> Let me check it out. I think that I, I saw on Xfinity. Do you have, do you have Xfinity? Yeah. Okay, so there you go. So, ex- oh, fuck off. My freaking work site is like, no, we can't let you go on this. Okay, but Xfinity has the first three episodes. Now. Oh, okay, awesome. So, you can go. My mom already watched it, so that's why she was telling me about it. So, they have the first three episodes. I don't know if Amazon.com has it, but I know Xfinity does. So, if you have Xfinity, the first three episodes of The Boys is out. Watch it. It's pretty good stuff. Um, yeah, so that's our schedule for the weekend as of right now. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That is Hannah. We'll see you guys Thursday. Bye-bye.